Welcome to this edition of the Fun Football Podcast with Isaac Valenti. I'm really excited for this edition. I'm going to do my first uh, time of the tiered power rankings. I'm going to go through all 32 teams, break them down into tiers, see where they're at, go over um, how how I'm feeling about uh, playoff chances on certain teams, and then uh, also do some fantasy football pickups. Some of the names that are on this waiver wire are... (laughs) Interesting, but I mean, they're, they're crucial pickups like Cleveland's replacement for Nick Chubb. Probably going to be Ford. He is uh, he could end up being an RB2 the rest of the season if he gets the volume he's been getting. Um, a little team spotlight. Uh, put one team up there. And uh, I'm excited, so let's get going. Okay. First edition of the tiered power rankings. This was extremely hard because... <laughs> it was hard to justify not putting Dallas in the number one spot. I just firmly don't believe even the, how good this defense looks. They do this to teams that they're superior. Um, and no offense to the Giants or the uh, Jets, Sands, you know, without uh, Aaron Rodgers. But Dallas did just beat up on two bad teams. They do this, in my opinion. And I don't see them as the number one team. So my tier one, let's go. San Fran. I've got it number one in the NFL right now overall. Uh, CMC is Christian McCaffrey. Just ugh. the amount of talent on that team is staggering, and Brock Purdy um, is steadying the ship. They've got great coaching. Um, they are the team I wouldn't want to play right now. This is you know this is going to adjust through the season. I'm not saying I think San Fran's going to win the Super Bowl, but would I be shocked if they did? No way. So I've got San Fran at the number one seed. Well, not number one seed. San Fran is the number one team in my first edition of the tiered power rankings. After all that stuff about the Cowboys, I've got them at number two. That defense is just special. You've got Micah Parsons. Just What, what impresses me about them, though, is they had a talented de- defense last year. They go out and draft a looks like a good defensive tackle. They needed to shore up that run defense. They, they weren't awful, but they needed to improve. So they go out and get him, and they go and get Stephon Gilmore and get a competent second cornerback. They knew their weaknesses on the team were receiver two and cornerback two. And they ju- they we'll see how Brandon Cooks goes, but they at least tried to address those, and I was impressed with that. So I've got Philly as my number two team in tier one. I've got Philly at number three. I feel like they've been playing C-plus football so far, and that's good enough to win uh, against most teams because – their offensive line is just ridiculous. When you can get DeAndre Swift to run the way he did, you know your offensive line is the best in football. Jalen Hurts hasn't even had to play great yet. Um, I feel like they're, they've got some guys injured right now. That defense isn't quite as stout as last season. Um, I thought they'd miss Miles Sanders a little bit, but it, they, it might not matter with that offensive line and with Jalen Hurts um, taking pressure off the running game as well. I've got Philly at number three. In my last team of my tier one of my power rankings, I've got the Miami Dolphins. Um, look, they just had two games on the road. They weren't cakewalks. They came out 2-0. and It just depends on Tua's health. They've got some question marks on defense. But frankly, like, with that offense and how explosive it is, it may not matter. That is the most dangerous passing game in the NFL. And I had to throw an AFC team up there. And they're playing the best right now. So, again, this is going to adjust every week. That's how power rankings go. So my Tier 1, I've got San Fran, Dallas, Philly, and then Miami. Tier 2, okay, I threw Kansas City up here because that defense is underrated, is playing well. They could have easily won Week 1. Had they had Kelsey and Chris Jones, they would have. 
that would have been Detroit. Either one of those guys plays, so in my opinion. Chris Jones just makes one play. Kelsey there for one catch that Tony doesn't get, and they win that game. So I've got Kansas City as the uh, top team of my Tier 2. They're at number 5 overall. I don't love this team. I think that they've got some problems. This actually gets crazy because this is where it starts becoming questionable teams. They've got issues all over the place. But I had the Baltimore Ravens as my next team at number 6 overall in Tier 2. Um, the problem with the problems I have with them are I don't know how healthy Beckham is. I don't trust... I mean, they, they've already lost the running back for the season. I don't know. They're just they're a good team. It's only been two games. I need to see more. I'm worried about Lamar Jackson getting hurt. I just I don't see them hanging with the cream of the crop in the AFC, whoever it's going to be, because I think since he'll wake up, um, they're further down on my list right now because they're on two, but maybe not, but... They could, they could go steal that division. I wouldn't trust them in the playoffs. I've got to see Lamar Jackson actually win multiple playoff games. And I like Zay Flowers, but I'm not sure that he's progressed enough as a passer or that pass in that passing game. So we're going to find out. Next team, they hung, hung, they hung in there with, with Kansas City. I've got Jacksonville. I'm a little worried about Trevor Lawrence starting slow. I need to see more from him. However, however... They're still going to be a tough out. I think they're a team on the rise, even though they're just one and one. I do think they may have been slightly overhyped coming into the season, but I do think getting Calvin Ridley, they've got a legitimate offensive passing attack. And in this NFL, that can get you places. And I do think Trevor Lawrence, it just comes down to how he develops. It could be another slow start. He comes on late in the season. I don't know. That's what happened last year. But... Uh, that coaching turnaround getting Doug Peterson last year was the same kind of thing as um, as the Giants. People just didn't pay attention to as much attention to it. But when you go from what the coach they had was to just competency, or I mean, he's a Super Bowl winning coach, but you get Doug Peterson in there, it's going to do wonders for Trevor Lawrence. I'm going to give them a couple more games. I still think they're a playoff team. I don't believe in that division. The only team I think that has a chance is Tennessee unless Indy shocks the world. But they're pro I think they're the favorites in that division still. So I want to see what's going to happen with them. My last team in Tier 2, and I'm, I'm really not a fan of this team. I'm just not. I don't think they have the talent. They haven't drafted a Pro Bowler except for that tight end in the last few seasons. I don't trust them, but I'm going to throw the Bills in there. I have to. So I've got Buffalo as my last team of my Tier 2 of my power rankings. We're going to see how they do. They should have beaten the Jets. I'm worried about Josh Allen turning the ball over. I'm worried they don't have enough. They don't have a second legitimate. They don't have a running game. Even though Cook is looking okay this season, they haven't had a running game yet. And I have to go off of information from last year because I don't have enough information this year yet. And that's one of my – it was so hard about gauging the NFL early season. You have to kind of grab the information you had from last season because we just don't have enough information yet. And I just, I'm worried, I don't think, they've gotten beaten in the playoffs multiple times without making a strong push the last couple seasons. Cincinnati beat them up. Until I see it from them in the playoffs, but it's early season. I don't think they're the, the favorites in that division. I think they're a wildcard team at best. I think Miami's better, so we're going to see. So that's my Tier 2. Okay, Tier 3 is where it gets interesting. This team... 
can't believe I'm saying this. If Baker Mayfield just keeps playing competent, I've got Tampa Bay as my number nine seed in my power rankings. So just to recap it really quick, quick, in tier one I had San Fran, Dallas, Philly, Miami. In tier two I had Kansas City, Baltimore, Jacksonville, and Buffalo. In tier three I've got Tampa Bay at the nine seed in the NFL. Yes, I do. Here's the reason why. They've got a good rookie, well not good rookie, but a good second year running back. They've got legitimate weapons in the passing game with Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. All Baker Mayfield has to do is play competent, mistake-free football with a solid defense with guys still in place that can still play from that Super Bowl. Kind of forgot that last year because the offense kind of fell off because of that offensive line. They just the offensive line holds up if it can. If it can, that's an if. They can win they can win that division. I, I don't see the only other team in my like I know Atlanta's right there. I don't trust that, even though they beat my Packers. And I don't know about the Saints yet. They barely squeaked by Carolina. So, again, I'm going to put Tampa Bay here as the top team in that division at number nine. I get another team I'm not sure if I fully believe in, but I've got to give them some props. They did beat Kansas City, and they almost beat Seattle. I'm going to go Detroit here, even though Seattle just beat them, because here's why. I think that they have a slightly higher ceiling. Um, I still need to see it from Geno Smith. And this one was tough because I almost wanted to put, I almost flipped off the teams actually, but I put Detroit here at number 10 because they did beat Kansas City. I still think they have talent, but I question the hype that I've heard about this team. So we will see. I, I don't know. We're going to find out. Next team, I've got the New Orleans Saints at 11. You know, barely squeaking by Carolina isn't going to do you any favors, but they are 2-0, so I'm going to give it to them. Atlanta, I've got next at number 12. I think Green Bay blew that game, but Atlanta did go out, and Desmond Ritter played mistake-free football in the second half, and they've got a legitimate one-two punch in the running game, so good for them, you know? Yeah. I, I, I don't know how much I believe in them long-term. I think that that's their wild card, but they do have some weapons on offense that are scary, and their defense can play competent. It, it, the past defense has actually been pretty good. They get after it. They made, not that Jordan Love is a world beater or anything, but they did throw him some looks in the second half. He didn't know what to do with the ball. So, you know, we're going to see on that. I'm still not sold on Ritter, though. Cincinnati, I've got uh, next here at 13. Um, their own too. I'm worried about their defense. That it's just, I'm just worried that defense isn't as good. That's what I'm worried about. And then I've got Pittsburgh last here at number 14 in my. This is my biggest, one of my biggest tiers, at tier three in my power rankings. My concern um, with Pittsburgh, my concern was the quarterbacks, and still I don't believe in Najee Harris. And you know the quarterback still needs to prove it to me, but I think he's got some potential. Um, but their quarterbacks actually held up in that second half in that Cleveland game. I watched Deshaun Watson continue to not look like a great quarterback. And uh, he got in a little bit of rhythm in the first half, but that pass rush got to him in the second half. And their young corners held up, and I was worried about Pittsburgh's corners. That was one of the, supposed to be one of the weaknesses of that team. And they, um, they took that game from Cleveland. They said, no, you are not, you're just not better than us. Good for them. This is a fun tier. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. We got... Yep. Tier four. Got Washington here. Atlanta. Seattle. Cleveland. 
Green Bay, the Rams, and then I've got the Chargers at the bottom of that tier. Here's what I'm thinking. Washington, and this is my number 15 team, they are 2-0. I'm sorry, but this feels like a false 2-0 to me. They do appear to have a pass rush, you know. Sam Howell's played bad. Brian Robinson did look good the last game. They've got some receivers, but it's just, it's Washington. I, I, I got to see them actually do more than just 7-10. and 10. And uh, certain 2-0 helps you in that, but I, I don't know. I got to see a little more. Next team. Oh, wait, no, no. I already said Atlanta. Washington, and then I got Seattle here. Here's my thinking. I need to see if Geno Smith still has it. I don't know if he does. This is the number 16 team, smack dab in the middle of the league. I need to see if he is still a good quarterback or not, and I just don't know. I don't have the answer yet on that one. So we will, uh, you know, we're going to find out if he does. I don't know. The, the country is going to find out pretty quick. If he's still got it, because that's going to determine Seattle if they if they have the potential to. Not, I don't think they have any chance of chasing San Fran, but if they can be a wild card and playoff team, or if they're not if they're not going to make the playoffs, because that's they've got a high floor. They, I could see them winning double digit games, but if Geno flounders, that defense doesn't play well. Running backs don't pay. I mean, it, it just really comes down to Geno's the engine there, so he's got to get that going. Cleveland is my next team here, and my concern with them is that Deshaun Watson just doesn't have it. We're going to find out. I hate to just break this down to the quarterbacks, but, you know, Mark Cooper can still play. He's a good receiver. Losing Nick Chubb really hurts them. I've dropped them significantly because as good as Ford looked, Chubb was special. And without having that guy to lean on, i got to see a little more from Ford first. Nick Chubb was one of the best pure running backs in the game. And I'm concerned that Watson isn't good enough to lift that team up. That you, that's what you need from your quarterback. So let's see. I got 4, 8, 14, 15, 16, 17. Packers, I've got at 18. Woo! You can tell I didn't do a homer pick there because that's about where they belong. I got to see a little more. You know, I got to see what Jordan Love's got. I got to see if we can ever figure out this run defense. Is Aaron Jones going to stay healthy or ever or get healthy? And Christian Watson, same thing. Um, Jordan Love is going to have some groin pains this season. I'm okay with that. He's showing some flashes. I'd like to see some more consistency. Um, it's nice getting to see LaFleur actually run his system, but in the second half they threw some looks at him, and he didn't know where to put the ball. I saw one where he's running, the guy's running a deep slant across the field, and he didn't know to throw it to the sideline, which is where he should have. He tried throwing it over the top. Now I'm impressed he has that arm strength because not a lot of – not a a ton of quarterbacks do, but making those reads, that's going to come from experience. He's shown some flashes that I've been impressed with. However, I'm a little worried about the rest of the talent on the team because I don't know if this defense is ever going to put it together because to make the playoffs, our defense is going to have to be top half of the NFL. It's got the talent. Let's see if this defensive coordinator could put it together. I just don't trust the guy. So, Next team, I've got the Rams. They've been surprisingly competent. Cooper Cup is coming back. This receiver looks for real. Um, they got two of them. Not, I think it's Nakua and Tutu Atwell. But that, I mean, if they've got real weapons and they get rid of Akers and just let Kyron Williams run, um, they still got. I mean, they still got Aaron Donald. I, I, I'm surprised by this team, but Sean Bay is a good coach, and I guess uh, they're going to fight this season. It looks like they ain't going down without a fight. I'm impressed with that. 
Next team that goes down, you know, with a fight but goes down was the Chargers. And I just don't believe in them. So I've got them all the way down to 20. I think they're frauds. So prove it to me and win a game. Let's do that. No, don't just be there. Next team, uh, I got 21. I've got the Tennessee Titans. I'm a little, I'm still concerned. Tannehill did look good last week. They have talent. They've got a good coach. They do fight. But when your quarterback's talent, especially with Ryan Tannehill, is questionable and he's aging and you don't have a good backup plan, if the wheels come off the season where he gets hurt, they're gonna fall, they're gonna fall apart. I'm just not sure on them. That's a team that could rise significantly or drop a little, actually. So depending on not just the quarterback play, but I just don't know how that team's gonna come together. It's not even the coach's fault. I like him. But yeah. Uh, 22. So my that was the I'm gonna break it down really quick. Tier one, I had San Fran, Dallas, Philly, Miami. Tier two, I've got Kansas City, Baltimore, Jacksonville, Buffalo. Tier 3, Tampa Bay, Detroit, New Orleans, Atlanta, Cincy, and Pittsburgh. Tier 4, I've got Washington, Seattle, Cleveland, Green Bay at 18. Rams, 19. Chargers, 20. Now we're up down to Tier 5, Tennessee. I've got the Jets. Just without Wilson, I, I just I don't see it. I've got the Patriots who play them this week. This is going to be an interesting game at uh, 23. We'll see how that goes. New York Giants at 24. I'm impressed they came back, but they lost. I don't think Barkley's going to play, and they play San Fran this week, so I don't see that one happening. Uh, I've got the Las Vegas Raiders as the next team, and I just firmly do not believe in them. Um, I mean, when you beat, uh, all I can say about your season is you beat Denver. Good for you. Indianapolis Colts at 26. I like this rookie quarterback. That's a lot of the reason for that. I think he'll he's got enough running talent to win some games on his own. So. We're gonna see. That is a very he's a very interesting player. Depends on how long he's out, but I think they have the ability to steal some games against the lower seeds, and they did against Houston. And I think that raises their ceiling just a little bit. Next team, this was hard to put them for this far down, but I just all I see is a quarterback and Kirk Cousins, two receivers and a tight end, and I don't see the rest of a roster. So I've got Minnesota at twenty seventh. The rest of these teams I absolutely hate, so I'm not going to spend much time on them. I got Denver at 28. Um, I don't, I don't believe in them at all. I think they'll win seven games again. I do think the one potential their season has for a turnaround is they bench Russell Wilson, put in Stidham, and I think that actually could uh, stabilize the team. But they just don't. I don't think they have enough talent on offense to be a wild card. I don't see it. So uh, next team's Carolina. I think they're one of the worst teams in the NFL. Um, They'll fight because they're defense, but the last season that's how they looked. But unless Bryce Young just totally flashes, I don't see this team going anywhere. Houston I had at 30, just above Chicago and Arizona, and the reason why was D'Amico Ryans. I've said this already. With I think he'll get that defense to be competitive, um, so we'll see how that goes. And I had Carolina at one spot ahead of them because they fought against New Orleans, so I give them credit for... Showing up in games and not just getting trampled means something. Uh, I've got Chicago at 31, and I almost put them at 32 because I just don't believe in Justin Fields. I don't see an NFL quarterback. I see a running back. So let's uh, do a little more than that. And then um, Arizona Cardinals at 32, even though they've they fought and were up. Um, I do think they're going to struggle to win games with Dobbs and this coach. So they might fight. I just think their ceiling's low, and I don't think Kyler Murray's going to come back to a one and five or two and five team in a few weeks. I just don't see it. So 
that was part one. Part two of the Potterly. They'll be going up tonight or tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Welcome to part two of the Fun Football Podcast with Isaac Valenti. Okay, so in this one, I'm going to do some no-brainer fantasy football pickups. I'm going to even reveal my team, so maybe I can get some listeners to uh, chime in with some advice. But if you've got Jerome Ford, the Cleveland running back, available in your league, you need to go pick him up. I'm still punching myself in the face from not picking up Zach Moss. Oh, he was available, and I couldn't figure out a guy to drop, and now I wish I'd had him. But only because I don't know if Jonathan Taylor's actually going to come back and play for Indy this season or if he's going to get traded. So that's a big question mark. So we will, you know, we're going to see. This is the name. I'd heard of him before this season because I'm a fantasy football nut, but I can't believe Nathaniel Dell for Houston is one of the top pickups, but it's because Houston's going to be behind in a lot of games. They're going to throw the ball. So if Nathaniel Dell, the receiver for Houston, is available in your league, go get him. Justice Hill um, might be the guy. If it's not Gus... Between him and Gus Edwards, I would still pick up Justice Hill. He's available in one of my leagues. I'm going to be picking him up tonight if if I can get him, you know. And my, I'm going to do more than five for this week. If Tutu Atwell or Naku, Naku shouldn't be available, but if Atwell still is, um, who knows how long this injury with Cooper Cup goes. I would go snag him. Kendra Miller for the Saints. Now, here's the problem I have with that one is Elvin Kamara is going to come back soon. Um, One more week and then Kamara comes back. I'd still try to snag him. A good little tight end pickup could be Zach Ertz for the Cardinals. They'll be throwing the ball a lot. Dobbs looks a little competent. They are going to be behind in some games. I know they weren't against the Giants. They'll be throwing the ball. Um, this guy's available. I shouldn't be saying this because I am I know some of the listeners are uh, in fancy leagues with me. But Josh Reynolds uh, for Detroit. I really like this guy because um, Jameson Williams is suspended six games. St. Brown has a toe injury, and the Lions are going to throw the ball. They were one of the best passing attacks last year. Devontae Parker is a solid, sneaky little pickup. Um, I picked up Kendrick Bourne. The Patriots are adequate throwing the ball. And my last one, my number 10, is Matt Breida for the Giants with Saquon. I know he's not called out for this week, but like officially out for the Thursday night game. But I would still uh, go snag him because he's probably the next man up. He's got some straight line speed. The Giants are going to need to run the ball effectively. Daniel Jones cannot sling it 30 times. So that would be another one I would go after. Okay. Last part of this this uh, pod before weekly picks, which will be going up either tomorrow or Thursday, probably on Thursday. <laughs> going to do a fun little addition of playoff chances. So I'm gonna pick. <laughs> I'm gonna pick some fun teams, and I'm gonna pick if they are completely dead, still alive, or if they look like a playoff lock. Now I know I did my playoff like teams. This is a little different. I want to talk about. We're gonna go through some of the bottom teams. I'm gonna talk about if they are completely dead. I'm gonna do the bottom two tiers today. And then I'll go through the other tier four, three, two, and one later in the week. But I'm going to go through my tier six. So Arizona, I've got them. Even though Dobbs is playing hard, I if I'm 
a lot of money to put on it. I would put them as a completely dead playoff team. I don't see it um, with this coach. They The problem is there's two teams firmly ahead of them, and honestly, the Rams probably are too. So they're behind three teams in their division. And it's really difficult to have four teams from a division make the playoffs. They're already 0-2, so they're behind the eight ball. I would say they have 0% chance of making the playoffs. They're, they're not hanging on to it. They're completely gone. Zero chance. The next team is the Chicago Bears. I actually have them at a 0% chance, too. I know Justin Fields can run, but I don't see a competent team. I see a lot of problems with the Bears. Um, I just don't see a playoff team. I think they've got two teams definitely better, and arguably Minnesota's better. I mean, they're the same record, but I just don't see that happening for them um, this season. And they play Tampa Bay this week. That's going to be a rough game for them. I just don't see it. Whereas, I don't know. I just I, I think that's going to be a serious struggle. Oh, no, sorry. That was last week. They lost to Tampa Bay. This week, I th- that's what I thought. Chicago this week plays... Let's take a look. Plays Kansas City, so they're going to be 0-3. Whereas Arizona is going to be 0-3 because they play Dallas. So that factored into that a little bit. I believe both teams are going to be 0-3, and I think I don't think 0-2 is your – if you are like Cincinnati and you have a history, recent, recent history of success, you have a chance at the playoffs. But I do believe that this – this Chicago team isn't going. So I've got two teams as playoff unlocks. They are not making the playoffs. Zero percent chance. I actually have a few others. I'm going to shock people here a little bit, but not on these next ones. But I've got Houston as a playoff unlock. I got them at zero percent. I just don't I don't see it. Most of this tier six, I, I would say, is completely dead. They just have no chance of the playoffs. Houston, unfortunately, they've got... T- too much youth. Um, they've got a rookie quarterback, rookie head coach. I do think they could have a chance to be a little more competent. I could see a ceiling of six, maybe if everything broke right. Seven wins. I just don't see it this year as a playoff team. I think they'll show some signs of improvement from last season overall. I think they'll fight more games um, and be there. But Indy showed that there's they're a level above them already. And um, they're in a weak division, but I think they're the fourth-place team in that division. And there's no way in that division, being the fourth-place team, they have any chance at a wild card this year. So they're my third playoff unlock. And we will be uh, – I'll be going through um, – I'll be talking about these uh, very, very frequently through the season. My last playoff completely 0% chance team – I've got is Carolina. And the reason why, even though I think they can fight, um, they stayed with the Saints, they're going to be competitive in some games. I see one of the bottom te- four, five teams in the NFL. I almost had a fifth team in the 0%. They're barely clinging to it. But I do have Carolina as a completely 0% chance team. I don't see offensive talent. I don't see a plethora of defensive talent. Um, don't see great coaching with the franchise. I think the only thing they've got going for them is they had the number one pick, and maybe he'll end up being good, but they need to surround him with some offensive talent and quick. Okay, this is going to be fun. Denver, I was really, really close to putting him as 0%, but I'm going to say 
Still alive. Just barely. Just barely. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. I wouldn't predict they're going to. Um, I don't like them to make the playoffs. I'm just going to say that. I don't believe in Russ Wilson anymore. He just doesn't have that speed that he used to have. And I know he had almost 60 yards rushing this week, so it's a bad week to pick on him. But when you can't beat Washington, what are you doing? Like, Sean Payton is, um, it's two weeks in. He's going to probably get them going a little bit. The one reason why I actually didn't put them in my 0% is I think <laughs> if I was betting on guys to get benched, most likely, I think Russell Wilson's near the top of that list. I think if they go on three, they might move to Stidham, and that might stabilize the team. And then I could see them finishing the year strong and maybe squeaking in as a wild card. I don't think that's a chance. It's very, very small, but I, I just couldn't quite move them to the 0% category. I just couldn't get there with them. So my next team that's the same reason, it's so they're so annoying, is the Minnesota Vikings because they showed you what they can do in that, that Philly game when they're completely, it's garbage time, they can come back. And... Um, not that they almost did against Philly, but they did make it a one-score game. And I think against some of the bottom feeders, if they can get the running game going and if the defense got playing better, I can't completely put them in my 0% yet. Just because Jefferson and Hawkinson and Addison, with Kirk Cousins slinging it, does make them a little scary even when you're ahead. That's why, I mean, when they're just throwing the ball and you've, locked, you've laxed up a little bit, that's why they're good um, at that one thing. The defense looks completely lacking, and the offensive line looks terrible. I mean, just Kirk Cousins is just getting hit play after play. I'm surprised he gets up. I'm not sure about Madison, so I think they lost that running game. So it looks like they're down to quarterback, two receivers, and a tight end. So, uh, I couldn't go zero. They're just edge Denver. I w- they're barely still alive. The go to 0-3, though, we'll be talking about putting you down a category. Okay, I'm going to go through my Tier 5 teams, and then later in the week I will do Tier 4 and Tier 3 in a podcast, and then I will do Tier 2 and Tier 1, and um, they might mix a little bit. Uh, Because my power rankings isn't – that's where they are right now. I actually think the playoffs are going to play out differently. So, Okay, Tier 5. I've got the Indianapolis Colts is barely alive. They are 1-1. I like this rookie, but it depends how many games he misses, and there's not a plethora of talent around him. Um, I like Pittman, but Jonathan Taylor, I don't know what's going on. And it's not like Zach Moss has been great before this season. I just, I don't know. They're just, nah. Richardson, though, he did prove to me against Houston, hey, I'm a little better than that. So that's good. It means you can beat the worst teams. That's, um, that's a step up. So Las Vegas Raiders, I don't believe in the coach. And I'm just going to be frank. I'm not sure if I believe in Garoppolo either. I mean, he's won a lot of games in the past, but he struggles to stay healthy. And they've got some great top-end talent and then nothing else. Like, after they lost Waller, after Devontae Adams, there's not a – they've had this one guy coming up, but Renfro doesn't look great anymore. And Jacobs, I think, is going to go down a little bit this season. you got Crosby and Chandler Jones on D, and you got a couple playmakers. And it's just like – I don't know. They're just not that great of a team. They, they did beat Denver, but uh, I don't see the playoffs. I'd be very surprised. That would I would prove that Garoppolo just figures out a way to win. But I don't. Especially the main reason why is if they had a competent coach, I'd probably move them up a notch, like a couple places in the playoff rankings at least. But with this coach, I think he's going to get fired. I think if they have a bad record this season, they might fire him, and that could actually 
make them win a few, but I don't see the playoffs. They're in a they're in a really they're in a tough conference, and that's part of the reason why if they were in the NFC, they'd probably be slightly higher anyways. But um, I don't see it. I don't see it. New York Giants. My biggest worry with them still alive, but my biggest worry with them is that Daniel Jones just doesn't have enough weapons. And if Saquon misses a few weeks, they're going to fall so far behind in the record and standings. Like if he misses three games and let's say they win one and lose two more games, like two and three, two and four when he gets back, that's my concern. They play San Fran this week, so they're going to be one and two. Let's say that he, uh, let's just say that Barkley only misses three games. That'd be interesting. Looking at the Giants' schedule, this is this is where you start looking at schedules on these teams. So they play San Fran, Seattle, Miami. Sorry, at San Fran first. That's a loss. They're going to be one and two. Seattle, maybe they win that game, but I could see them being one and three. They need to win Seattle because then they play Miami and Buffalo on the road. I think they're going to drop both those games, even though I'm not a huge Buffalo fan. They're going to drop both those games. So at best, they're looking at two and four going into Washington week seven. If even if Barkley's back, I'm really concerned. They are going to have to – Dayball's going to have to do the coaching job of his life because I just don't see um, a plethora of talent on this team. I'm really concerned. I'm Weiss the Giants fan, so I'm worried about them. New England Patriots I have is still alive just barely because I think they'll beat the Jets. They have a competent D. But I'm – I love Belichick. I just don't see the talent on this team. Like, the defense might be good, but I don't see – I don't see – in the Miami game, nobody at receiver is scaring anybody. They 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 can't get a pass more than ten yards down the field, um, so you can stack the box on them. That crushes their run game. Their offense just looks very very like pedestrian. You're gonna have to get 13, 14 yard drives, and I'm just uh, I'm really concerned that they they just do not have the offensive talent, and the defense isn't like elite elite. It looks like it could be really good. But they're going to need that defense to be, like, top three to keep them close in games. They're going to be a tough out, but I think they're going to be out a lot of the time. I don't, I'm concerned they might even go, like, 7-10 and 10 or 8-9 um, or a little worse. Um, I don't know about Mac Jones. They're going to have to get that offense going if they want to be better than that. So I've got them as unlikely but still possible. Uh, the Jets, I'm, I almost want to move them down to the zero. But with that D, with that running back, if Wilson's healthy, it comes down to that. Give them a microcosm of a chance because I think they might go get a quarterback. But if they keep Wilson, this is quickly going to be in the zero percent. So he can't be their quarterback all season to make the playoffs. I just that I would make it zero. But I think even though they've waited a week and it looks like it's going to be two, I think if they drop a couple more and somebody becomes available, maybe they try to. I don't know. They should have already done it. They should have gone for a quarterback. My last one of my tier five and the last one for this podcast: uh, Tennessee Titans. They're a little low. I get it. But I have them as a playoff unlikely because I'm just not sure how much their their top-end talent has left. How much does Hopkins have left? How much does Derrick Henry have left? How much does Tannehill have left? What does that defense have to give? Is that offensive line going to overpower people? These are questions I have. Can they win games against teams that are in the same-ish, you know, tier of talent are they going to win the majority of those games the good news for them is they play in a really really terrible division so they might you know go out and beat indianapolis and houston 
twice each and get four wins that way and split with Jacksonville or sweep them. I doubt it, but that could be four or five divisional wins, um, maybe, if everything broke right. So that, that helps their odds. I think they need to win that division to make the playoffs. I could see them maybe getting up to 9-8, but I still think them as unlikely, not dead, though. They're a little bit above where I think they there is a pulse there, and we're going to see. I'm really excited to do Tier 4 and Tier 3 soon. So I'll be back. We'll be doing picks later in the week. Um, I'm going to go for playoff chances with the rest of the teams. Um, but before we go, I want to read off my fantasy teams. I'm kind of excited about this. I just lost Nick Chubb. I'm really disappointed about that. But my first team, my stinker team, is 0-2. I've got Trevor Lawrence at quarterback and Geno Smith. I thought Lawrence would be a little better, so this team just barely lost the first game. It was 200ths of a point. Running back, I've got Rashad White, Kenneth Walker, Gainwell, and Jeremy Taylor. Or Jonathan, sorry, John Jeremy Taylor. <laughs> Jonathan Taylor on the pop list. So I've got two IR spots. This is in a Yahoo League. Um, oh, and Brees Hall and Mostert. So running back, I'll read them again. White, Kenneth Walker for Seattle. Mostert for Miami. Brees Hall for the Jets. Uh, Gainwell for Philly. You know, might not be a good pickup now because of Swift, but good insurance. And Jer uh, Jonathan Taylor. I almost said it again. <laughs> At receiver, there's two receiver slots. I've got uh, Jamar Chase, who has not been good because the Bengals haven't been. I've got Amon Ross St. Brown. Um, got Zay Flowers, Jaden Reed, uh, Reed for the Packers, and Cooper Cup is on IR. Tight end, I've got Kyle Pitts, who was a disappointment last week, and Firemouth. At kicker, I've got Jason Sanders and the Saints D. That's my first team. I'm going to go through my one and one team. This team just barely lost. I've got Anthony Richardson at quarterback. I've got Jordan Love, you know, Packers, obviously. Deshaun Watson, those are my three quarterbacks. At running back, I've got Bajan Robinson and Algier for the Falcons. I've got Aaron Jones. I like this team, but going to need to fill in the depth spot, so we'll see. Javante Williams at my flex spot, running back. Those are my running backs. Receiver, I've got Justin Jefferson. So really good. I've got Dubs. So I've got one of the I've got a talented running back. I've got two good running backs and receiver. I need to get that flex to go and the receiver too. So I've got Dubs, um, Sky Moore for Kansas City, Elijah Moore for the Browns, Nico Collins for Houston. He might start for me this week. He played great last week. Tight end, I've got Sam Laporta or Luke Musgrave. De uh, 49ers D and Jason Sanders, the kicker from Miami. My last team, my 2-0 team, who was I was just super excited about a Super Bowl, just lost Nick Chubb. So I've got Burrow at quarterback, Prescott and Love. One of those guys getting traded or cut soon. Chubb, running back, um, so he's getting cut, his IR. Uh, Rashad White for the Bucks. I've got Algier in that league as well. Jalen Warren for the uh, Steelers. That's it. I only have four running backs, and I just lost one, so I'm going to be looking for depth there. Um, this is a two-flex spot league, but my two starting receivers are CeeDee Lamb and Devonta Smith and Tyler Lockett. I do have Cooks backing them up. Jaden Reed, and then I picked up Kendrick Bourne. At defense, I've got – or, sorry, tight end, I've got uh, Darren Waller. That's it. Jets D and the Steelers D. So that's going to be interesting what I do there. And then Bass, the kicker for Buffalo. 
That was a lot of fun. That's part two of the third episode of the Fun Football Podcast with Isaac Valenti, and I will see you again soon.